happy hump day. You're listening to It Hurts to Be Pretty podcast, and you're watching, and we're here with none other than our favorite injector, Sam. What's your last name? <laughs> you're kidding. Whatever. You forgot to segue into your co-host as well. Oh, yeah. I'm Angel Renee, of course. You hear my loud-ass mouth every week. <laughs> yep, and I'm the other loud-ass mouth, Lexi Wilk, and Samantha Finley, our injector, who has saved our faces, is sitting next to us. She's no beautiful. I, I don't know Except why I Angel. called you Samantha. It's not an official. Samantha. I call her Samantha. Sometimes. It's like, like the child-enduring... Samantha, come do the dishes. Yeah, I'll be my trouble. mom and dad have ever called me Samantha. <laughs> What's your middle name? Jane. Oh, Samantha I love Jane. That. I love Samantha. That. I love it. <laughs> We're excited about this podcast. I've been talking about it for a couple weeks because, first of all, I don't try to toot your horn just to toot your horn. You're Aww. literally one of the most skilled injector that I have ever met. Thank and you're still you. growing and learning. So I can't even imagine how much you will skill in a few years. So I wanted to talk about this this week about the very much talked about Black China. And what Black China did is she went on to TMZ and basically is doing this transformation where she took out all her butt, uh, she took her ass out, oh. her filler. She took all her filler out of her face. Okay. And, um, and she's doing it for religious reasons, but... I do think it's important to talk about that because it's it's not just mm. her. It's many people that have done it. First of all, let's talk about how you got into injecting. Is it how long? How many years have you been injecting? Right, three and a half, almost four now. Nice. Yeah, with the skills of a senior injector. <laughs> yeah, truly. Yeah. So I, it's really hard to get into the field. I get this question all the time by other nurses trying to bust into this field. It's just it's just really hard. I just started by it took me like almost a year to find a job that would allow me to inject coming out of the hospital. But mm. then once I once I got into the field and I always tell nurses this, once you get into the field, the sky's the limit. You, it's just as hard as you want to work and as hard as you want to hustle and learn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um yeah, just finding a job that's going to let you start injecting without having experience is really hard. Yeah. So we'll mm -hmm. we'll kind of touch on this more later, but how can someone find a quality injector? Like what should they be looking for in before mm -hmm. and after photos? Yeah. So what we've talked about on like other the other podcast was that injecting is like such an art form. So you have to like mesh with your injector. You can't mm -hmm. like you can't expect me to give you lips that are gonna look blown up, disproportionate to your face. Because then you'll, you might look at me and be like, she's a bad injector because I'm a more natural injector. But you have to mesh with their style. You have to find someone. I'm a big um, advocator that they're qualified, so nurse or hire. I know that's like a little like taboo to talk about right now as far as filler goes anyways. And then you want to know their experience, their before and afters. But then you also want, I think this is a big thing, is you want an injector that's going to say no. Because... Mm. There's yeah. a lot of money in this industry, and it's really easy to blow people up. And I've seen injectors just make people look deformed yeah, because they don't want to say no because of the money. It's just like, it's like, oh, let's just add one syringe here, one syringe here. And then they can't say no. And before you know, it, you end up looking like Madonna. 
Yeah, I was mm-hmm. talking about this with Nikki Mares, our dentist, actually, and we were just talking about women we know who are overfilled and why mm-hmm. we think they think they look good. And do you think that it's because you just get used to the way your face looks with filler and you just keep doing more and more without even seeing your true reflection? Yeah, it's like body dysmorphia or like tanorexia mm-hmm. or it's Blonda, like whatever. fillerexia or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it like more is not better. Just like being tanner is not better. Being skinnier is not better. I, I was open about my journey taking out my lip filler. And it's more of the migration that was happening to my lips. I've opened that. I did a couple of syringes throughout the years. And then I added a little more. And then that's kind of how it goes. Mm-hmm. And it starts migrating. And if you don't know what migration looks like, all you have to do is look on Google, look at migration. And even people who do facial fillers – Right. And then that they start to morph into not even like almost alien looking Mm -hmm. people because they start, it starts pushing other ways and then they feel more. Yeah. I think also people are in denial with aging. I've heard countless times like, I don't want to get old. And she's like 29. Mm -hmm. I'm like, bitch. Oh, I know. Um, so tell me a little bit about, there's so much I want to talk about, but Mm -hmm. talk a little bit about migration and yeah, let's start with migrating because even Black China, when she was very open about, mm-hmm. she didn't look the same as she does now because right. she took out her facial filler in her face. How does migration happen? So migration can happen multiple ways. For you, I think it was too much filler over time, just not getting rid of it. So you're just putting more and more stuff in a small amount of space. Well, when you're stuffing like a pillowcase, for example, of it only has so much room and the like the li- the lips for example are super mobile so all of that motion is going to just shove all that stuff out of the space it has to go somewhere mm. you can't stretch the lip itself to be that big or it can stretch a little bit but of course it's going to go everywhere it's going to stretch all the ways and then move there's also products that tend to last too long so they're in the lips for too long i'm not going to name names but it, la- it lasts too long and it's bound to move after a certain amount of time. That was also your your um, lips too. So it was like a lot of filler in a small amount of space, um, a lot over time, and then the filler that doesn't tend to go away on its own really easily. So it just kind of moves around. It like has its way with you. <laughs> so with filler, the, the myth about 10 to 12, 15 years ago, mm-hmm. it was you got filler, it lasted a year. Yeah. And then it dissipated yeah and studies now show that Mm -hmm. not all filler dissipates right so it's totally it's gonna move there's gonna be a little bit of filler there Mm -hmm. or a lot of filler depending on how your body holds on to it right so tell me for people who are tuning in what is filler filler is hyaluronic acid gel essentially it's an implant under the skin into the tissue of gel that integrates into the tissue in some form but essentially an implant it's the best thing that's ever been created yeah (laughs) that and botox yeah and some people that some people that tend to have like more ha in their skin like you like me um we have just like our body doesn't burn through it and then no offense but someone like lexi who's like drier in general like at your baseline your body just absorbs the hyaluronic acid in your natural skin, but it also absorbs mm-hmm. the filler hyaluronic acid. So I could tell that with her lips because I mean she could fill her lips and then 
nine months later, they're, I mean, they're not as full as when you initially. Yeah. Like three months later. Yeah, like three. three. Months. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy how her, whereas mine, I feel like yeah. it holds on to it. It's forever. Is, is there any way to prevent your body from burning through it so fast? Like, is or is it just your metabolism, your metabolism, your hydration levels, your hydration level? A lot of stuff is anecdotal. So people say, drink more water, you know, and like that helps pull fluid into the HA and keep it plumper for longer, less mobility. So like if you're filling your lips, doing a lip flip to keep like the mobility down, that can make your filler last a little bit longer, but no. <laughs> so for someone like me, would that mean if I got filler in other areas of the, the face, it would also not last as long or are the lips more prone to? Yes, it wouldn't last as long. Okay. Because your body your body is just so dried out. Like <laughs> it just like drinks it up yeah. like mm-hmm. as it's probably burning through your skin because you're like in your 20s, but your skin is like on the drier side. So, so if you're a patient and you're complaining that it's not lasting long it's most likely not their injector Mm -hmm. it's their own body's reaction right right and another reason for migration is injectors one i mean overfilling but if they're not injecting precisely so say you're like trying to fill the lip and like you're injecting outside of the lip border you're creating this channel that the filler can just it's like a little tunnel the filler Mm. can just move through so injecting especially the lip is a very precise art and science so um if they're like oh haphazard like i'm just gonna inject maybe a millimeter above the lip then like that's gonna cause a problem right because there's very delicate tissue and anatomy in those areas and you can tell i mean the lip projects out instead Mm -hmm. of projecting up and that was the biggest difference i saw in your lips angel like Mm -hmm. from the side profile they're not these what? massive duck I was looking duck like lips. Donald Duck. No, I mean, now, they, no- now they're not. It wasn't noticeable, but mm-hmm. when Sam pointed it out, I could see it. And then I, once you see it, you can't unsee it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't horrible. I could have been fine. But I, I felt <laughs> like if, if I'm going to let her redo my lips and – don't get it twisted. That is probably one of the most painful mm-hmm. procedures we have here is dissolving. is dissolving your lips. One, we have the most nerve endings in our lips. Mm. Two, the the actual product Hylinex burns as it's going yeah. in. And then three, you th- you blow up like a blowfish. Oof, yeah. And you guys, I have it on my Instagram. So I mean, I was just mm-hmm. like, and the more filler, the more the the bigger you're you're gonna swell. Yes. So each time it took three times for me to dissolve. Now. How young is too young for filler? Because we have ages from 20, you know, to older, but people always ask, am am I at the right age? If I start young, will it start migrating? And then they look at like like Mm -hmm. Madonna at 32. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that if people start younger, I don't think that that's going to make them look like Madonna when they're older if they do it in moderation. It's just going to, if they're young, they don't have a lot of HA degradation yet. So they're just going to like add a little plump. But if if they're not getting crazy and they don't have like the body dysmorphia issues that come with it, then they're going to be fine. They can do just little amounts for the rest of their life and always look natural. Mm. So it comes down to the injector, essentially being like the judge of it yeah right Mm -hmm. right yeah and kind of keeping that like discretion like no you're gonna look crazy because an injector should you should be able to trust your injector that they're not gonna look at you with body dysmorphia Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) they're gonna look at you with a logical eye and tell you Mm -hmm. so what is the 
biggest cringe you get that you see injectors posting on social media, other injectors? I think the biggest one right now that's really hyped is when people inject Sculptra. We'll probably touch on this, but it's a biostimulator and it starts working at six weeks when people post after pictures directly after mm. injecting Sculptra <laughs> because yeah. Sculptra is mixed with water. So they're going to look plump and gorgeous and full, but that water goes away by the next day and it takes six weeks for Sculptra to even start working. So mm. to me, I'm like, that's a big fat lie. People are doing that? Literally. Yeah. That's embarrassing. <laughs> and I also think it's super deceiving, right? Like yeah. I, I think they're oh i'm gonna look like that and then Mm -hmm. the the patient's actually gonna be disappointed Mm -hmm. or feeling like it didn't last long Mm -hmm. yeah when their skin's not looking like that and hopefully they have an injector that that's explaining that i want to get into sculpture later Mm -hmm. but i want to stay on the the filler Filler. path oh Uh, i have one that's really annoying is when people and i get patients that are like this other injector told me this it's when they say filler can lift your mm. face. Ah. So I that's think that's a big one. That's a huge one. Look at Courtney. Co- and I hate to throw these women, but they put themselves out there. And she was open and honest. Courtney Cox from Friends, when a couple years ago, she looked insane, right? And she's gorgeous, but mm. she started to look like an alien almost. Yeah. And again, it's just filler upon filler. Because of the aging thing. And and it's very crucial. I see it in my age a lot. I see it between 36, I'd say, to about 47 Mm -hmm. when women start to really age. And they're seeing the the aging and then they get scared. And Mm -hmm. so they automatically feel like they need filler. Yeah. Um, How can we avoid that as as women? I know my answer, but I want to know your answer and your answer. I think embracing that. We can't stop or reverse aging. We can just do it gracefully. So taking filler. I get women that are like, can I just like put a little filler on my cheeks? And they're pulling up their skin oh my like God. a facelift like four inches. And I'm like, <laughs> I, you know, like I, I just it's like filler does not lift. But what it can do, like to your point, is that it can fill in volume deficits that you lost with aging. So restoring what you lost with aging, not augmenting the way that you look. Mm -hmm. So restoring, but you're still gonna have a little bit of wrinkles. You're still gonna have a little bit of sagging, stuff I can't do with injectables. That's all surgery is like the true skin sagging. Just realizing, having like good expectations on just restoring what was lost, but not trying to like augment the way you look. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you think women can do to avoid the overfilled look, you know, by the time they get my age? Enhance the injectables with medical skin treatments, medical spa skin. And mm-hmm. prevention, right? Mm-hmm. That's the number one goal. If you want to age gracefully, you have to be on top of these treatments. You know, Botox, I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. But it only goes so far. Mm-hmm. You know, if your skin isn't producing collagen, you're not doing the micro needle. You're not staying out of the sun. You're going to look old as shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I posted something earlier talking about how Botox is not going to stop you from aging. Mm-hmm. It's so funny to me because – People will come to me for consults and they, they'll say, like, I've been getting Botox for about seven years, but their skin is so shitty, the quality of their skin. Mm. Um, and it's so important to have both. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's why yeah. they worked hand in hand very well. I was going to ask, yeah. mm-hmm. what area of the face can make the most impact for someone who is, let's say, 50 years old? What do you typically – see and what do you typically do where you're like damn this really changed their face Mm. 
<laughs> I think I know. Me too. It's so hard because like I would go between cheeks or lower face shadows because mm. the lower face is the first place we age. Don't we know that? Mm. It's like this area right yeah. in here. The smile like, line. Yeah. Angel every day she's all, what do you think? I know. Yeah. So the lower face tends to be the first place we age. But if you're talking 50, then they've already lost a lot of structure through their mid face. That's that makes a huge difference just to restore that structure. But in people even younger than that, 40s, even mid 30s sometimes start seeing it in the lower face. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about the jowls because I can't do anything about the jowls. Mm -hmm. I can do, you know, some hiding. But it's really those lower face shadows, the corners of the mouth, the pre-jowl sulcus, which is that that shadow depressor before muscle. your jowl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, relaxing do that it. DAO, which is the depressor muscle. Botox in her chin? <laughs> Mine's coming back. <laughs> when Sam ever does my chin, she goes, make a sad face. And for some reason, I make this face. She has like 45 chins. <laughs> I can't chins. do it normal. She's like, I'm all, make a sad face. She's like the... <laughs> I'm like, what? Isn't it funny when you ask people to, to say, like when you say, give me a sad look, they all of a sudden don't know how. Or when I ask people to frown, scowl, they're all yeah. like moving their. <laughs> You've eyes. never been pissed before. Like, <laughs> fucking yeah. get mad. I know. You look so mad. Um. Okay. So real quick, back <clears throat> to filler. What do you think, or where do you think Madonna went wrong? Because she's much talked about, and then she went back on and is like, "Oh, that was just swelling." And and uh. granted, people mm. have the perception, especially men. That when they're, they tell their spouse, hey, I'm going to go get some filler. They're like, you better not look like those crazy people. You don't right. need that. And I don't know how to stress <laughs> that you don't get that look overnight. No. It's, it's really like expensive, too. Thousands yeah. and thousands of dollars, believe it or not, yeah. to achieve that look with multiple visits. Isn't it mm -hmm. only like the size of a blue blueberry in one, one syringe? syringe? Yeah. So I'm like, if you think... That your mm -hmm. girlfriend is going to look like a crazy Muppet. alien head. So yeah. where do you think she went wrong? Well, the question is, was that surgery or filler? It's <laughs> a good point. I think it – well, if you look closely, you can see a lot of filler in the cheeks. Yeah, it looks like filler to me, but it's but almost – But she also had facelifts, yeah. eye surgery. So it's a combo. Yeah, yeah but I see – so I think the uh, – big like ick thing to me too is when people overfill the medial cheek mm -hmm. so that's like the cheek kind of close to your nose under your eyes they think it's gonna kind of help lift your under eyes but mm. um it's not you know give you that like youthful glow but it's just it makes you look like madonna it makes you look overfilled like the character from the saw movies with the high cheeks yeah yeah so that's why it's like you got to blend it to the outside but she like Oh, man, I don't even know. It's like Sad. especially tear trough filler mixed with medial cheek filler makes people's eyes look really small and beady too mm. because you're supposed to have somewhat of like a trough and it's supposed to be very like natural. There should be a little volume deficit there to make your eyes look big. Mm -hmm. And she kind of lost that too. So I don't know. For me, it's like the medial cheek. You can actually add a ton of filler to the lateral parts of your face, like the lateral cheek, the jaw angle, and the tip of the chin, and create a lot of structure to your face. It actually is really slimming to the face. And what Madonna looked like was puffy. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so I want to talk about tear trough filler, aka under eye filler. Okay. I have quite a few friends who have been wanting to get it. They've mm-hmm. actually consulted with you, mm-hmm. and you said surgery is a better option. Mm-hmm. So I want to know if someone's identifying at home, should I book a surgery consult? Should I, you know, see my injector? How can you distinguish? And maybe they can't. Maybe they have to see someone professional. But how can they distinguish? Okay, filler is a better option than surgery. Vice versa. I think they can. So yeah, that's a tough one for them to do. But um, one, I can only fill up to the orbital rim. So if someone's at home and they're pushing on their eye, that bone under your eye is is my We're both feeling. Yeah, that's like the farthest I can go to your eye. Oh. So if it if what's bothering them, they're like pointing at their like. Um, eyelid I can't do anything about that also if it's hollowness I can do but if it's darkness that bothers them not created by shadows but but created by like darkness in their skin ethnicity I can't do anything about that I can't do anything about bluish tint because that's vasculature under Mm. the eye filler will make that look worse because yeah. it pushes it, it pushes to the top. Up. That's yep. such a misconception. People think under eye filler is going to cure their dark circles. Well, yeah. it can help stretch the skin a little bit. If it's like shadows too yeah. created. But it's not going to take away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another thing is if someone has a lot of skin laxity. So if you pinch your under eye skin and it doesn't bounce back, it kind of stays like tented up. That's like a contraindication. And then another thing. So as you can see, there's a lot of contraindications. Yeah. And that's why a lot of injectors do it wrong. Because they they won't say no. Oh, yeah, I'll fill you. I'll fill you. But mm-hmm. they don't actually know what could go wrong. And then what was the last thing I was going to say? Oh, a herniated fat pad. If someone's like baggy uh, like they have a bag, not a hollowness. They're like puffy under their eyes. You almost see the fat pad. Yes. The fat pad, yeah. That's surgery only. Like filler will absolutely make that look worse. It will block like the puffiness that accumulates in that fat pad and make it worse. And injectors will still inject that? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's this workout guy. He's like, um, is there like a chemical peel I can do? And I was like, <laughs> a chemical no, peel. honey, you're like 45 pushing 50. You got to go see the doc. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I know who you're talking about, yeah. but I won't say it. I don't. Yeah, I don't that's know. another curse of being an injector is I can look at someone's face and immediately be like, they need this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And then it's like <laughs> stuck in my brain forever. I feel like you don't do it with bad intention. No. It's just more of, it's, it's like when curse. I see someone's skin and I'm like, yeah. mm-hmm. boom, 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 boom. This is what I do. Okay. And then what were you saying? Like yeah. you just you look mm-hmm. at and you analyze what you would do. Yeah, you know, especially it's like when you uh, get a dermaplane for the first time and you realize everyone has a hairy face. Oh my god! And I yeah. feel like people do that. You know, even with with filler and stuff, you get a chin or something. And you're like, oh, that person needs a chin. That person. Yeah. Um, yep. Speaking of weight loss and losing a lot of volume in the face, and people were getting their. Buckle fat removed. Their buckle fat removed. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that's a bad mistake, like a a big mistake because it's nice when you're young and your skin's like tight and you have a lot of volume in your fat pads, but when you remove like a whole fat pad, which is like the buckle fat, it's kind of like under the cheek here. You As you age, you end up looking like Cuella DeVille, not like 
snatched mm-hmm. and, and when you're Paltrow. young yeah when you're young you might look a little snatched for, till you're like in your mid-40s and then that starts getting crepey you start getting hollow there already because that that jaw like the preauricular area which would be like right in here mm-hmm. really hollows out when you're old mm-hmm. and i think yeah. a lot of people are doing it. it was trending because of the snatch look that it does like yeah. slim your face yeah. you look beautiful in photos but when you hit my age, and like mm-hmm. you said, as you age, the lower face starts to, to age first and we, you get bone loss in your chin, then you start to, it just starts to sag, gets a little ripply right in here. Mm-hmm. To avoid that, what, what are some things that they can do in their 30s or what's the most popular thing that has been helpful for you? Cause you're in your 30s mm-hmm. that has, because your skin looks real youthful. What what filler would you recommend? I guess it's different, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I guess it's different. I mm-hmm. answered my own question because I mm-hmm. see people and yeah. I'm like, they need a chin. They need some tear trough. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. They need just a little Botox. They look fine. So I guess it's just like you said, it goes down to the injector. Really. Yeah. And it's also a lot of ethnicity plays a big role. Like mm-hmm. Angel and I, like, I feel like we both we have thick skin. We have fatty fat pads. We're going to deal with sagging. As we age, we're going to deal, the fat pads are going to shift. We're going to get jowly. Things are going to sag. When someone who's like, um, has thinner skin. um, Crusty white girl, Lexi. (laughs) I didn't want to like. No, you can't. Rip you again. That's just why we do. We We love you. Opposite of like how our skin is. But you aren't going to deal with sagging as much as you're going to deal with crepiness and actual wrinkles. Like Angel Mm -hmm. and I don't have. Our skin's not as wrinkly, but, you know, we're going to have bulldog mm. jowls one day when it's you won't. flapping in the yeah. wind. Yeah, yeah. And I saw that with <laughs> my mom. It already is. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how my mom aged. She oh. had amazing skin with no wrinkles, but she had a bulldog face. <laughs> Speaking of bulldog-faced rooster yeah. gobbles, what's your opinion on Kybella? No. I hate it. Okay, I wa- what is it? First of all, it's So for- it dissolves the fat, supposedly, but... um. <laughs> So And it does dissolve the fat, but the amount that you have to use, the amount of sessions you have to use is going to... And the amount of money. And the amount of money. It's going to be way more expensive than just getting lipo, and it does not tighten skin. So then you're going to have... Your fat's going to be gone. Mm. Volume's going to be gone. Your skin... You're going to have a gobble neck, and then you're going to have to do a a RF microneedling. No one tells you that shit when you're at the consultation. That's thousands of dollars more when you could just do a surgical intervention. Well, they asked... I got asked that a lot, like, why did you choose surgery as opposed to Kybella? And I said I could have gotten Kybella for free. I actually had a few boxes there for a couple of years mm-hmm. just sitting back there. Um, I Kybella to me is too inconsistent, and I'm sure you agree with this. Like, mm-hmm. in some people, it worked okay. Mm-hmm. And a, a lot more people, it didn't. And then you, right. you swell up like a bullfrog. And like she said, you need multiple sessions, whereas – you know, and not everyone can afford chin lipo. Mm-hmm. However, if you can afford Kybella, you can wait eight, nine more months, save your money, and just get surgery if that's an area mm-hmm. that's a problem for you. Because to me, Kybella is just okay. The other thing I wanted to bring up um, while we're on the trending things is threading has been around for years, but now it's trending even more. Yeah. Um, I feel, and this is just my opinion from the outside that it's another trend that will quickly fade or not be used, uh, you know, because pe- a lot of movie stars were doing the cat eye, mm-hmm. right? And they were pulling. 
um, the fox up. eye. And um, I know one of my good friends, she's very open about her surgeries. Yeah. She's had pulling and then she had some rippling right here yeah. from the threading. What are your thoughts on that? So I actually got trained in threads and I decided to not pull the trigger after going through the training, learning more about it because I noticed that 50% of people were happy. So 50% oh. of people were like, oh my gosh, my everything, all the tissue is shifted up. And, and then the other 50, it wasn't just that they weren't happy with the results. They thought it didn't last very long. They were getting things like infections mm. and tons of longitudinal swelling where they were going to need steroids. And it's like, who wants to like go on all these pharmaceuticals just for maybe six months of results of possible like a one millimeter shift to your uh, face. <laughs> Insane. I always thought like if you got filler or not filler, sorry, threading and you're like on a date or something and it just pops and you're just like, one of your eyes eye. is like, yeah, <laughs> like stroke. Or one of your they're all calling oh coach stroke on you. Like, <laughs> can it's it not pop like that? Well, before I, it integrates. Yeah. yeah. Scary. Cause you're not supposed to like be like doing any facial expressions. You're not supposed to you exercise. Have to just basically be like, Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, for very strict for, like, two weeks. Okay. And I heard it's really painful, really nervy, and, yeah, it's just, like, it wasn't worth it to me. And I think at Angel Aesthetics, we keep, like, a really tight menu. We really Mm. only do the things that really, Mm -hmm. really work. We're not just doing the fluffy things. Oh, it may or may not work. And so – For the money. For the the money. Because everyone else is doing it. Because everyone's doing it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we're not really about that. So I – when I went into this thread training, it was with that mindset, like, is this going to be the game changer for my patients or not? And when I saw that it was like 50%, I said, yeah, I don't, sorry that we paid for the training, but it's not the patient's best interest. That's one thing that I really, um, because I was very observant when that happened Mm -hmm. and seeing what she was going to do. Because sometimes I just sit back to see what you guys would do. And I was really impressed with you that you didn't continue because in your heart, you knew it's too much of a risk, like only half people. Mm-hmm. And that's how you know you're more concerned about your patient. Mm-hmm. 100%. Because you're like, I don't want – you're walking around with with my name yeah. on you, your lips, mm-hmm. your cheeks. And people talk, right? Oh, so, yeah. And even if something goes wrong, it may not be, be your fault. It's mm-hmm. more of the actual product. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but you do believe in the small threading. Like smooth threads, if you're really consistent with it, it can stimulate collagen in more high-risk areas like the 11s lines. But you have to do a series of them. I had a patient, she's like, I don't think it worked at all. She she did it somewhere else, but she didn't do a series. You know, you kind of, you need to keep keep consistent with it. What is a smooth thread versus, I don't know anything about threads. A smooth thread is just like a dissolvable suture that you put in the skin and it just stimulates collagen. Mm. So do you ever see the really like, Instagrammable pictures of people with like a million yes, threads sticking the out of their necks. Yep, that is a smooth thread. Okay, so it just stimulates collagen. The lifting threads are what I don't, I can't get behind. Like the pulling. Okay. Yeah, the like facelift threads, and what Angel was talking about, the fox eye so threads. Scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's. I mean, yeah, if we wanted to make a lot of money, we would have brought it on because the margin is really big on yeah. that. The threads are like. $3 and people are charging $3,000 for treatments. Mm-hmm. And so it's like... People listening, take note of that. When you go to yeah. your injector wanting threads, ask yourself, like, is it something I really truly need or is it the money if it is that high of a profit? And again, yeah. for some people, it has worked. Yeah. But for 
what we have seen, more people than not mm-hmm. have not been happy with it. And I think that's important to also say. Yeah. Can you tell me real quick, what is Hylinex? So if someone is not happy with their filler, mm-hmm. there is a way out. Other than, like, you know, mm-hmm. when you get Botox or Dysport, you're kind of stuck with mm-hmm. with your Botox and filler. <laughs> yep. or, sorry, your Botox for the next three months. Yep. So deal with it. But if you get filler and you're like, you know what? I actually don't like this look, which I sometimes feel, and we can test, you can testify to this, that people do that prematurely. Sure. Like, oh my God, I'm, my lips, they're so big. And mm-hmm. oh my God. And they panic because of the yeah. swelling. And they, they're, because we live in a society, they want quick results. They want it now. They want to see how they look now. And then two weeks later, like, oh my God, I love my lips. Oh my God, I just love <laughs> yeah. them. My boyfriend loves them. So, Tell me real quick, if they get filler, there is a way out, right? Yeah. So Hyalinex is hyaluronidase. It's the enzyme to hyaluronic acid. The good news is that I only use brand Hyalinex. And why is that good news? It's because Hyalinex, it has discretion with dissolving. So it only dissolves synthetic mm. hyaluronic acid. There are off-brands, back to money, that other injectors will buy from China or whatever. It's um, what we used to use before Hylinex that doesn't have – it doesn't see a difference between natural and synthetic hyaluronic acid. That's so scary. So mm. people ended up dissolving their filler, but then they looked worse because their natural skin's HA was gone too. Oh, my God. So we <laughs> – I'm I, so scared <laughs> there, like, for people out there. I know, yeah. <laughs> and people were highly allergic to it and – um. Want, but it was just cheaper. It was way cheaper to find it. So Hyalinex is, is expensive. expensive. So expensive. It's expensive, but it's the only thing I'll touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it. So people are like, oh my gosh, if I get filler and I dissolve it, I'm going to look worse. But no, actually, it only dissolves synthetic. And actually, it takes so much Hyalinex to dissolve all the filler, mm-hmm. as you know. Amen to that. Especially oh. certain fillers like Vicross, which means it lasts a little bit longer, which you had in your lips. Like... Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and it took a lot, a few vials, a million. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> looking like mm-hmm. the Monsters Inc. I looked ridiculous, but there is a way, and it it is very expensive. So mm-hmm. going into it, know that you want it, and just embrace it. Like I think people get used to the way that they look, mm-hmm. and they want to change certain things, and then when it changes, it's almost like. It's kind of like when I got my eyebrows microbladed. Mm. I was like, what on eyebrow earth is going on? On earth? (laughs) On earth is going on, as my daughter would say. Because my eyebrow, all I saw was brows. Yeah. And I was so used to more of a straight brow Mm -hmm. that I had to get used to it. Again, I think with filler and getting your lips done, you can go gradual, Mm -hmm. correct? Yeah. So explain that real quick. So if they Mm -hmm. come in, because people are like, first of all, Stop acting like you guys know what you're talking about. And stop bringing yeah. photos of celebrities saying <laughs> Wait, you want also your lips like this. Stop <laughs> walking in to my chair and be like, "Well, first of all, I don't want to look like a duck." And oh I'm like, my god! Thanks for insulting me. Like, thanks for <laughs> for like if then, you thought I was gonna make you look like a duck, you wouldn't be here. So I so just want to sure. know who's sat in their chair and said like, "I want to look like a duck today." Like, <laughs> has that ever happened? So the fact that they use that analogy—that's my goal. Um, it's super funny. Them. It's and kind of insulting too yeah, to me but I always just take it like yeah totally I would never do that to you like <laughs> but it does kind of like ooh, to my heart but they don't know they're just 
trying to describe in what words they know best. And they're nervous. And they're nervous. And they don't know the lingo. And it's fine. So you can go slow. Uh, You can go slow. And I often do half at a time on people. And I tell people, I was like, listen, you're going to curse my name tonight and tomorrow morning because you're going to be like, whoa, I did. I actually hate myself. What was I thinking? I hate Mm -hmm. Sam. And then... I tell them at the end of six weeks, which I fully six weeks, there's small amounts of swelling up to six weeks. You know, you'll be like, oh, I kind of love this. I kind of love this. And then at that six week mark, which MRI studies have proven swelling up to that mark, you're going to be underwhelmed and you're going to be like, did I even do anything? So mm-hmm. sad. That's the worst part of it. All. But good news <laughs> is you go back for round two. The swelling. Yeah. So, um, and I'm like, you will be underwhelmed. And they're like, I'm okay with that. You know, so then we go for it. Mm-hmm. And if some people are like, I want a difference, then then we'll do like a little bit more than that. Would you ever inject more than one syringe per session? No. No. Yeah. In Easy. a lip or in a in face? A lip. In oh, a lip. Oh, in a lip. Face is a whole different. Yeah, no, yeah. never in a lip. Yeah. yeah, that's insane. Yeah, I don't. I didn't know if any injectors did that. Yeah, um, they do. <laughs> I wonder. Oh, they do. Yeah, I've oh, had people wow. that were like, I've had patients that used to fly to LA and now they see me and they're like, last the injectors there put two syringes in my lips, like one on like, the top, one on the bottom, boom. It's, it's crazy. just so rough on the tissue, and that's asking for migration. I say, what's your favorite filler to inject lips with? Name mm. drop. I mean, Restylane Kiss is the Goldilocks of lip filler to me. I really like the Restylane portfolio, though. So I use Contour, Refine, Define, Classic, Kiss, all on the lips, depending on what the patient needs. So if someone's going to their injector and they want their lips done, Mm -hmm. because not everyone has the privilege of coming to you, Mm -hmm. what would they ask their injector? Because they don't know the difference. It's like coming here and Mm -hmm. having all the lasers. What do they ask for? Or how do they know they're not being, like, forced to get Mm -hmm. a vial of something that – Maybe it's not even going to be in the best bet. Like, what advice would you give? Because they don't know what to ask for. They don't know what KISS is between yeah. Juvederm and KISS. So maybe name the few, like the top three for mm-hmm. the lips and who's a good candidate for each one. Mm. I like, um, you mean in the Restylane portfolio? or I, That's the thing is like there's so many, right? And so – the top three mm-hmm. of your favorite in general. Yeah, so shameless plug, I guess, to Galderma, but Wrestling Kiss is my favorite. I really like contour in the lips, which is off-label, and I really like refine, and the difference is, so I put contour in Angel's Lips. Contour, the rheology, which rheology means study of filler, it is like this round, plumpy, hydrating filler. And that's why I put an angel's lips. It's got a little bit more structure than Kiss. Kiss is kind of like a soft medium. Pliable. Yep. Just a- yep. Just very, very soft. And Refine almost has no structure and just tons of flexibility and softness. And that's why I put in like an older lip mm-hmm. that doesn't really want to look like they had anything done. They just want to fill out the wrinkles. Mm. Nice. And the one mm-hmm. that you put in mine mm-hmm. was some more uh, build up. Mm. Yeah. It had a little. It has a little bit more structure than Kiss. We well, want that one. Yeah. So it adds height. Yep. Or well, it doesn't necessarily. It, it helps but it you can. define. It helps yeah. you more the art part of mm-hmm. it. I feel like. Mm-hmm. But it still has a really beautiful round plump to it. Um, versus jealous because I have a beautiful so round plump. I yeah. am so jealous. <laughs> yeah. But it sounds like your best advice would maybe to client B look for a Restylane portfolio in their medical spa yeah, if you're interested maybe. in having kind of a similar look. I don't know. 
I don't know. No, it's a day, tough one. Back in yeah. the day, there was only Juvederm. Everyone yeah. used Juvederm. Yeah. It was yeah. popular, and everyone had like the big vagina lips. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like there was no art to it. It mm-hmm. was just more. Everyone got, and there was some art. I don't want to say that totally because mm-hmm. that'll insult some of the injectors before you. Yeah, and they were just learning. But there's a lot more technique mm-hmm. to oh, it yeah. now. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and the art part of it, especially with the face. That's what mm-hmm. I really love about your work is that you can look at someone and when she came on t- on board with us i remember looking at her two tear trough fillers <laughs> uh-huh um, and that's yeah. the only thing because to me lips can can be learned as you know not everyone can do lips but tear trough is really really difficult and yeah. i've seen like you said there's the bad jobs where they look blue and just a little mm-hmm. weird or watery like mm-hmm. they like got blown up and it just looks like a Ball like sack. a water bed. Mm. <laughs> a water bed. Yeah, I yeah. said a ball sack. <laughs> I'm thinking of a Everything little gel comes toy. Back to the balls. It's crazy. <laughs> I I feel like you look at them and you know. Yeah, it's what a look. they need and how how much and you're yeah. not over injecting anybody mm-hmm. and you're okay comfortable with saying no even if they get mad at you. Mm-hmm. Has someone ever told you like no like I want it I don't care what you say and if I, I don't get it here I'm gonna get it somewhere else. Mm. No, I think most people are pretty appreciative. Yeah. I had someone fly in just to do tear troughs with me, and I say, you're not a candidate. No. And um, Could she have s- sent a picture? <laughs> I know, that's on her. Oops. <laughs> I said, oh, sorry. <laughs> like, like, but, you know, that's, that's a hard – that was a hard day for me, like, to say, yeah. I'm sorry, you flew here. She's like, I flew in just for this. I was like, mm. do you want to go get dinner or something? Like, <laughs> I was like uh, – have a night on the town on me or something, yeah. but like I felt bad. But it's just that hard to do. You have mm. to, you have to be really picky. Another thing is, I was going to speak to you. Your comment on people bringing in pictures. Mm-hmm. So I actually don't care that much if people bring okay. in pictures. So yeah, they'll they'll give me a picture, and I'll tell them you'll never look like them that picture but one thing is like what we were saying these patients don't know what to say they don't know i want height i want Mm. this much projection Mm. i want this much golden ratio they don't know those things so i'm like show me all the pictures show me as many pictures as you can tell me what you like about them and it speaks something to me it's like Mm. we're speaking a different language Mm -hmm. and i'm trying to deduce what they're trying to communicate to the best of their ability yeah, so I don't I like mind that. it. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Like in hair, the yeah. hair world, you show them as many photos as you can. Cause I don't know what the fuck a whatever layer yeah. is, but okay. Yeah, they're trying to speak my language, and I'm trying to. Speak and it's theirs. true. They don't know what to ask. Yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. So I don't mind that at all. Um, real quick before before we close, because I feel like we can talk to you. I'm all really glad. I know. I'm like, mm-hmm. there's so many questions with filler, kind of not taking a back seat, but it's actually like people are taking out filler and stuff like mm-hmm. that. There's an alternative, which is Sculptra. Mm-hmm. Please explain to Love people Sculptra. what Sculptra is and is it a filler? Okay. So it's not a filler. And what it is is a biostimulator is the technical term. So it's injected in. It's like a face fertilizer. And you inject it in like filler. It's mixed with water. If, you know, I use needles, I use cannulas, things like that. And then... At six weeks, it starts stimulating collagen. You'll never look overfilled with Sculptra. Like I could put 
four vials in a 20-year-old as they did Lexi. And she doesn't look overfilled. Oh, I'm 20. Thank you. <laughs> no, but she looks 20 refreshed. Her skin yeah. looks nice and tight. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. she looks better than she ever has. Yeah. So I'm always like, think of it kind of like an injectable facial because you're, it does affect your skin. You get this sculpture glow. You never look overfilled. And you never look like filler face, but you just look better. It does help with small volume deficits. Like if there's a large volume deficit, I would reach for filler and Sculptra. But for small volume loss, definitely Sculptra. I put it in my smile lines. I like it better than filler in my smile lines. And I would say it's like the new hot girl on the market because it is flying off the shelves. People love the idea of stimulating their own collagen Mm -hmm. and not having just like gel implants all over their face, like big heavy. And I even was talking to this plastic surgeon and he was like, I would much rather be cutting through someone's face when they're 60 of tight, gristly collagen because of Sculptra and Radius and RF microneedling and things that they've done to stimulate their own collagen than globs of filler. Oh, yeah. He's like, it's just going to work out way better for them in the long run. Well, yeah. And sculpture was great for, you know, 20s, 30s. But one of my favorite before and afters of your sculpture work is a patient. I think her results were incredible after two sessions. Mm -hmm. And she was what? In her... 60s, 60s late 60s the caveat with sculpture is it takes it's an investment up front yeah. so they say you need about one vial per decade of life so i'm 34 i had four vials round up you know you're in your 20s you had four vials it's okay to go more but it as a patient that's a big investment yeah but then mm-hmm. after that you can just get treated one vial every year to kind of maintain your results or one vial every two years because sculpture results last about two years. And that's actually where they just stopped the clinical trial. It could last longer than that. Is mm-hmm. that what they're putting in the butt? Yeah, it is. The yeah. thing is, it's beautiful in the butt. Like it helps with cellulite. It helps with plumpness, hip dips, um, skin tightness. But it takes a lot of sculpture. I, I mean, have how you many vials? The syringes for- that they use, they're like... Oh my god! I mean, it's kind of like lipo. Yeah, syr- it's syringes. like ten vials per cheek, uh, three rounds. <laughs> Damn! And to get just a slight, a slight for a couple volume. years. I, and I've yeah. seen women who do it, and like you said, immediately it looks great because it's full I, of water. Yeah, but it yeah. takes time. It's it's. Yeah, I, w- I mean, just do squats. But I yeah. wanted to know if that was the same thing. So do you think that a lot of 30-year-olds, 20-year-olds are leaning more towards Sculptra these days? Totally. The, the things, incredible. The things I can't do, I can't put it in the tear troughs and I can't put it in the lips. And I love doing lips, you know, but like – and it can't build bone. So if someone needs chin projection, if someone needs a cheekbone, Sculptra can't do that. My okay. cheeks have never looked higher. I know. It kind of just like Something about the way it fills tightened. your face in. And my chiropractor was the first one to notice. He said, have, did, what have you done differently? Like, it looks like you've got a lot of sleep. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's the best way to describe mm-hmm. sculpture. Yeah. You just wake up one day and you're like, I just look rested. Yeah. yeah I eat my good. vegetables. I sleep a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I hydrate. That's all sculpture does. And it does really make your skin glowy because someone mm-hmm. was like, why do you look so good? I was like, I just did sculpture. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. That's just anecdotal. But yeah, the another thing is people will say that you're not allowed or that it doesn't work that well. Well, it works really slowly. It works like over two years and you're looking at yourself every day. So in two years, you might be like, 
you're two years older, but you look two years younger mm. and you won't realize because you look at yourself every day. So it's really great for my natural patients. It's really great for men because they never look like they have filler mm. and they never look that crazy different. And it's really great for TV people because they can't be one way mm. one day and like Madonna the next day. <laughs> no, I, Sorry, I'm Madonna. excited to try it. I've never tried her, it. I've never tried sculpture, but I do want to try it this year. Yeah. Um, but we could talk to you all day long. We'll have you back on the podcast because mm-hmm. I have a lot more questions. So I know many. you do too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just want to thank you for taking time out of your day. Yeah, of I, I always <laughs> learn so much from you. You know your shit. And I love, love the impact that you're making. And people, like, when they come out, they have this glow. Mm-hmm. And they just, like, either love their lips. They love Best their tears. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's really, really cool to watch. But I just want to thank you. Thank you for yeah. my lips. My I know. pleasure, Thank you for guys. everything. You're changing the injector game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, trust me with your face is a big thing. Your first interview Especially was your Angel. first test, and you passed by injecting our faces. So <laughs> now it's only trust. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Sam, but thanks for coming on the podcast. We love you. Doggy, love Big you, guys. Biggie's mom. Follow at hey, Biggie's mom. Biggie's mom. I don't what, plug yourself. What's your Instagram? Yeah, what's your Instagram? Catch me at... <laughs> Hapa Beauty Nurse, H A P A Beauty Nurse. All right, you guys. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week. It hurts to be pretty, pretty, pretty.